0: The following episode contains mature themes, sexual content, and good times, just so you know what to look forward to.
1: Welcome to the world's most chaotic podcast, where we come as we are and we behave as we please. I'm your host Tanya Two Tits, and joining me are Sodame Velvet and the Governess Elizabeth Barrett Boning, and we welcome you to the Coming Together Podcast. If this is your first introduction to the podcast, the way it works is that you should go back and start with an earlier chapter in which we explain how this works, because it's time to get right down to business. So, how is everyone doing?
2: I'm doing great. I'm happy that Magnolia is back.
1: Yeah, me too. I really mm-hmm. love Sasha, and I love that story, and I do want to keep doing that, but I'm so excited for Magnolia. I have missed her escapes, and also I know that Sodom has been preparing some idea for quite a while now.
2: Yeah, I've been thinking about something for for uh, for a long time. I've been- literarily edging myself <laughs> for for a few months with this idea. Um, but yeah finishing things pff, we'll we'll get to the Sasha story eventually. Yeah. I don't know. It's good. It was fun. It was really fun. It is oh, but we should we should mention uh for those who did attempt to guess uh who wrote that oh. chapter. Uh kind of impossible to guess.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm the context behind this is that it was a very chaotic chapter and I was so confident that it was Liz B. However, Liz B dug into the archives of Google Docs, and discovered that it was actually Sotome Velvet who wrote that chapter, but we were so shocked because it was so like unhinged. <laughs> we were having this entire conversation about the what each of the writers brings to this process, but it was kind of I guess it's kind of like fascinating, you know.
2: I, I think actually you were right in a way because, just just because that wasn't writing in real time as much i do think that liz probably went back and and put a lot of her style i think everyone's in there so in that way it's it's an unfair
1: exercise
2: exercise for for the audience to be like guess it's like oh it's probably <laughs> kind of all of us yeah
1: anyone that guesses is like well fuck you then
0: <laughs> what was the point of this Sonome doesn't want to be blamed for all the chaos that was that
2: chapter. <laughs> It wasn't very sexy. I was kind of like, lol, Liz, what were you thinking? And then <laughs> you checked the history and it was me and it was like, Jesus Christ.
1: How are we yeah. doing going into this though? We're back to Magnolia. I know that there's been this idea that's been brewing for a while, um, but also I feel like Magnolia is like, because we were talking about this, how that one is more, we're still living in the real world a little bit, whereas this one's more escapist. How are both of you doing? How is life bringing you into this?
0: Yeah, I think I'm excited to get back to doing some not sexy porn writing. It's, it's been a hot minute since we've done that. And it is a really fun process every single time to try and pick up what Salome has wrote and spin yeah. it on its head or something and then throw it back to him in a way that's terribly uncomfortable. Yes.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I just I also just find this like so much more healing than just yeah. reading funny porn with my friends. Yeah. You know? Like Sasha, it was really fun, really interesting, actually like surprisingly thought provoking to to reread it. And I'm yeah. I'm excited to go back to it eventually. But um yeah. This is this is the the shit. The,
1: the shit
2: that excites me
1: absolutely <laughs> For context it's 8 30 in the morning yeah. <laughs> and we're all like let's write porn yeah
0: i'm still coming to that's how i am my brain is not quite turned on it will be turned on by sodomes writing
2: the coming to podcast oh maybe we should set the scene a little bit because it's been a while yeah. so like in terms mm. of what happened mm-hmm. So she visited her parents uh, and has a shaky relationship with them. And it was not all that sexy, but a lot of family drama. And we learned a lot about Magnolia. And we met her sister who got engaged Mm -hmm. to a Um, fuckboy. And then then I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, she went to Mongolia after 13th century, I want to say. Was that the next one?
0: Was it? I don't even remember. Or was that before?
1: She does a lot of traveling.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Kutulun. And she had a very good time there. Um, very, very sexy time. Exhibitionist time. I think it got a little hot and heavy for mm. uh, Tanya at times.
1: Oh, yeah. That the power play thing.
2: And then she uh, traveled to, oof, I don't know what this era. was
0: Hildegard von Bangen after. Oh, that was yeah. good.
2: Hildegard, and we had a guest. Yes. Uh, Honoré de Balzac, uh, which was very fun. While um, Liz was in a cult. Not, not a cult. It wasn't. It wasn't a cult. <laughs> I was
0: living on an ecosystem restoration camp.
2: It sounds like a cult. sounds no, like a kidding. cult. I was
0: <laughs> planting trees and there was no service.
2: It's a cult. Yeah,
0: it was it was slightly culty vibes. Did
2: they ask you to stay longer?
0: No, they did not ask me to stay oh, okay, longer. Okay. I no, stayed I longer of my own volition. Wow.
2: Oh, okay. Sounds like a cult. <laughs> Sounds like a cult. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no! But you, you, you were able to like leave and like access internet, which like I feel. Oh like yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, no, it wasn't actually. Yeah, yeah. I don't
0: think. No, it was. Culty. Culty.
2: Yeah. Joke it was. It It was actually cult. But it feels culty. culty. But, yeah, and there uh, were times yeah. when we were
0: sitting around in the dirt playing guitar together. You know, it was that kind of vibe. It was. Like, it was Grace, cult I adjacent. Says. Cult right. adjacent.
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, but that was it. She sinned with Tilda Guard.
1: Oh, that was so good. The
0: anal beads.
2: Yeah. But I mean, if you're not sinning, then Jesus died for nothing. Exactly. Yeah,
0: you got to give him a reason or two to have done the thing.
1: All right. Let's do it. (sighs) Chapter 14. Hot, heavy, and Hellenic. Nice. That's good. (laughs) She found herself on all fours, her hands and knees plunging into the wet sand, She was still breathing heavily, and it seemed to her that the rhythm of the surf had quickened and deepened to match her bewildered gasps. She felt strange. She felt lost. Her eyelids lifted, and she viewed the surf in its entirety. The sea was layered with blue that sparkled in the fading sun. Wow, that's beautiful. Sorry to interrupt. (laughs) Suddenly, the twinkling lights before her were not of the sun and the sea, but of strobe lights, which were the only source of light in the dark and humid club. The ocean sounds melted into bone-rattling throbs of bass and treble. Her tears had dried, and after telling herself that she was strong, that she was worth something, she melted into the music and into the pulsating throng of bodies. I'm sorry,
0: that is beautiful imagery. (laughs) Thank you. That was so good. All of this has been beautiful imagery so far. Well done. You've been saving it for a few months, and it has percolated well. My
1: brain is turned
0: on mm-hmm. by you. excellent writing.
2: <laughs> Intellectually hard writing. <laughs> yes. yes.
1: There's a name for that, sapiosexuality. Oh, yeah. As she relived these moments, a raven-haired woman watched from atop the cliff with keen interest. She intrigued the onlooker. Who was this beautiful woman dancing on the beach alone who appeared to be living between realities?
0: Oh, okay. I was so confused about what was happening. I was trying to reread the paragraph and be like, okay, like, what world is she in? It? I thought we were doing Hellenistic shit. But no, that's so good. Wait, wait.
2: Just just keep reading. Just keep reading. I
0: felt like I was in her mind, bouncing back and forth. Oh, my gosh. Okay.
2: Okay, just keep reading.
0: (laughs) Okay. On the dance floor,
1: she staved off all the emotions that would not in this moment serve her. Doubt, self-loathing, anger, crippling anxiety. Tonight, she was a powerful goddess and nothing else, and no one would tell her otherwise. Many expensive drinks later, the sounds, lights, and bodies were indistinguishable
0: from each other. Okay, I have to admit, I'm still confused.
1: No, I'm. I'm so. I feel like I feel like people are going to be hearing me reading, and the tone of my voice is like, "What's happening? What's happening?" <laughs> like I feel like I'm not a convincing narrator right now because I'm like, "What's going to happen?" It's,
2: it is. You're supposed to be confused.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. Good. I love it. One figure stood out, however, a curvaceously cut figure of clear glass amid a dark frosted pane. They locked eyes, and the short haired figure advanced on her slowly. But she hesitated, and this hesitation shook her out of the moment. I love you and only you, baby, said Walt, after Mm. his familiar carousel of excuses. It meant nothing. It won't happen again. He was holding her arm tightly. She broke away. Everything was too much. Neither screaming nor crying helped. She needed to not be here, not be herself, not be living this life that had once seemed perfect. Walt kept talking, but she wasn't even trying to make out what he was saying between her sobs anymore. With each painful swell, a little bit of resolve was added. Shortly after, she grabbed her sexiest clothes and locked herself in the bathroom. What are you doing? Talk to me, goddammit, you crazy bitch. With shaky hands, she applied makeup over her red and blotchy face. She put on her clothes and opened the window. Walt's knocks had escalated, now, he was trying to break down her door. She looked back at the window, then to her purse. She had everything she needed. Her keys, her wallet, her phone, and a series of fragile walls around all of her deepest regrets. That's good. Thank you. She climbed through the window and vanished into the night as the sounds of Walt's body against the door dissolved into the of the club music. She was back in that moment at the club looking at the beautiful woman coming toward her. The woman's head was shaved on one side and she had a septum ring that hung above her full lips. She gasped as this short-haired woman placed her arms on her shoulders and around her neck. The woman's hips began to sway and she joined her. Their bodies were an inch apart. Everything around them was a blur. In what felt like seconds, her back was against a wall and the woman's lips were on hers, her warm tongue in her throat. Tonight was not the night for questions, she kept telling herself. For once, she wanted to follow her desires wherever they led. Every so often, she remembered that she was dancing on the beach. She suspected that she had lost her mind and perhaps this beach was not even real. Perhaps she would wake up next to her fiancé and realize that all of this, the beach, the club, and the infidelity had just been a nightmare. But this she doubted. She was in a cab and then on a bed with the short-haired woman, whose skin was soft, whose hands were gentle, and whose eyes told her that her comfort and pleasure was not just being considered, but encouraged. No one had ever gone down on her before. Oh my God, I think I know what's going to happen. No, 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 no. Okay, sorry. The the woman's hot, wet tongue against her clit felt divine, and she came. She came. After a lifetime of buildup, she untensed and light erupted within every inch of her body. No one had ever made her feel this way before. She felt good. All the negativity felt far, far away. Still drunk, she had somehow found herself on this beach. This was all that she could remember. Her attempts to piece together the previous night hadn't answered the fundamental questions she had. Where was she? How did she end up here? And why was she naked? Oh my god.
0: Okay, I think I'm starting to figure it out. This is so fucking good. Dude. Seriously.
1: Oh my gosh. Okay. The black-haired woman had descended from the cliffside and walked towards her along the surf. Her toga was blowing in the wind. Are you well? She asked. I don't know. I don't know how I got here. She tried to cover herself in front of the woman. What is your name? Ashley uh ash what's yours the people of this island call me the poetess but you can call me sappho sappho i must be drunker than i thought what island is this we are on the island of lesbos okay i'm going to be honest i have no idea what's going on and i don't know where my clothes went come with me i lead a small group of woman artists not far from here we can feed and clothe you and help you figure out what to do. Ashley ouvre Ouvrejambe looked at Sappho's extended hand and considered her situation. As she looked onward at the ocean, memories of the club, the short-haired woman's bedroom, and Walt, telling her to just forgive him already, flashed before her eyes. She took Sappho's hand. Nearly 300 years later and 400 kilometers away, Magnolia was pressed up against a mighty Doric column being penetrated by the similarly mighty column between a Spartan soldier's legs and squealing <laughs> in delight.
0: And squealing in delight. Oh my god. She's like a little piggy. <laughs> I
2: didn't think of it like that, but yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> She's like a little piggy. <laughs>
2: Oh my gosh. Sexy.
0: I I'm still really that took us in so many directions. That was, Seriously. So good. that was so good. Oh
1: my gosh. Okay, no, you know Thank what? You. Save mm-hmm. it. Save it. Don't speak only right. Because what the fuck? <gasps> also, how appropriate. Yeah. Like her first gay experience, and she ends up <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it yeah. turns out she's divine.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Wow. Oh, my gosh. Okay.
2: Yeah. I remember when we were writing the first chapter that introduced Ashley, um, because Liz and I have a little secret dog. Oh,
0: of
1: course.
2: Um, I just left a note. I'm just like, I have big plans for Ashley. Just trust me.
1: Mm. Here are the big plans. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. In the bathroom, I started to understand it, but then that's when I understood the beginning of the chapter. But also, stop, stop. We
0: will discuss this later. Yeah. Okay,
1: wow! Okay. Take it away, Liz. Because
0: <laughs> what incredible! Damn, um, this this is a uh, it's big shoes to fill here. Yeah. To continue I mean, on with this thing.
2: You don't have to do anything. Yeah, it's true. You can just leave her with Sappho.
1: You can pick up with the squealing little piggy.
0: I think I think that's gonna be the move. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I knew this was gonna be a game changer, and I didn't want to reveal it to Liz. Mm-hmm. So I kind of was like, okay, let's pick up. Potentially back with Magnolia, so you're not like, fuck, I wasn't prepared to write a new character and all yeah. you know? Like, is
0: yeah, you know.
2: so yeah. It's, up to, it's up to you.
0: Well, uh, we'll see what happens. Wow, Let's see where the brain juice and the pushy, pussy juice flows,
2: <laughs> and they are directly connected. There's like a oh, river. it's
0: the brain pussy connection. We talk about the brain mind gut connection all the time,
1: yeah. <laughs> All right, take it away. Wow, I'm so excited. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Same.
2: So Liz, how did it go?
0: Dodgy at best.
2: In retrospect, I was like, shit, man.
0: No, 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 it's not even that. I literally just like, my brain is like halfway functioning.
2: But like you rolled up here thinking, all right, Sodom is going to start. And then, like, I'll pick up what he puts down. Mm -hmm. But then I'm like, no, (laughs) you're starting. You just didn't know it.
0: Yeah, right.
1: (laughs) All right. Let's go. She had read somewhere that male member size had been increasing over the last couple of hundred years. And while maybe this was true, from what she was gathering, the Greeks needed their own separate category in these statistics.
2: Nice.
1: The man's shaft was huge, girthy. Her tits bounced up and down with excitement as he thrusted. Oh, my God. I just remembered when Liz said, like, a little piggy. I can't.
2: You ruined it.
1: I did. I'm sorry. I love it.
2: It's not even in the text, but now I can't. Like, yeah, now it's canon. Yeah. Uh. She
1: wriggled her hand down between their two grinding bodies and began stroking her clit, finding a contrapuntal rhythm to the urgent movements of this Spartan's hips. Ooh,
2: I actually would love. I, I'm going to be honest. Contra- contrapuntal. I feel like I can surmise what it means, but mm. no yeah, definition I just assume it's the other
0: way. Like it's like yeah. a, it's a musical term, so oh. you can have like one rhythm being like long sound like a series of long sounds and then another rhythm being like shorter sounds yeah yeah oh
1: you know what that sounds familiar and also i love that because what um that is also very musical the way that saw i was almost gonna use your real name the way that Sodome was very visual in their descriptions this is very musical i like it Mm
2: -hmm. yeah i love it
1: I had a dream about you last night, the man whispered urgently. I stumbled upon you naked at the waterfall. You were sitting there playing with yourself and splashing water on your body. I was hard as a rock as soon as I saw you, and you looked up at me and begged me to show you my dick. And I want to see it again now, Magnolia said. She slid him out of her and brought him over to a sumptuous purple sofa across the cavernous room.
2: Purple sofa? Okay.
1: She pushed him down onto the cousin. Whoa!
2: Onto <laughs> the cousin. Wow. Okay, that's staying Whoop. in. That Freudian slip is staying in. I hate that. I'm to armchair psychoanalyzed, Tanya. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. I hate that.
2: Yeah, it's awful.
1: She pushed. She pushed him down onto the cushions, knelt in front of him, and began stroking the shaft of his dick with her fingers. She could feel it throbbing under her touch. She leaned in and put it in her mouth. It was the lollipop. Oh, my God. Sorry. It was the lollipop, and his abs were the carnival.
2: (laughs) I I love it.
1: Yeah, I love it. Just then, a series of shirtless Spartan soldiers walked into the room. Just then. Just then. (laughs) Just then. They were like, we heard about a carnival.
2: (laughs) There's a party going on here, (laughs) and we want in.
1: Yeah. Um, They paused only slightly when they apprehended Magnolia with Miles, sat down on the couches surrounding the two, and carried on their business magnolia's heart was racing now not sure whether or not she should continue or address the elephant in the room namely that the two were naked and fucking at the outset of a business meeting
2: oh, oh. okay 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 so they're like walking in like ah time to i don't know meet with officials and yeah. like, <laughs> i like that i like yeah, the twist that,
1: too. that was good
2: that's fun that's fun
1: yeah short and sweet yeah it was
2: you know, mm-hmm. a little quickie. Wow, fun! I don't know what to do, but I'm gonna, but I'm gonna do it.
1: Business meeting. Yeah. It's a
2: business meeting and
1: a carnival. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> that was definitely a metaphor, but maybe it won't be anymore.
1: Yeah, Ooh, amazing. The business <laughs> meeting is about them planning a carnival.
0: <laughs> <laughs> about them planning an <laughs> orgy.
1: Wow, how do I pronounce this? Mile. Mild T.D.s. Mild T.D.s. Mild T.D.s. You better put your dick away before King Eris arrives, laughed a soldier who simultaneously looked Magnolia up and down and then winked. Miles was grinning as he dressed. Magnolia, too, was grinning stupidly and giggling as she put her toga back on. Soon after, King Eris II and his queen, Colonus, strode in with some dignitaries trailing behind. He raised his hands and addressed the room. Well then,
0: to business. Ooh, this is so different than what I was thinking. Wow, really? Yeah, I'm into it. I'm curious to see where it goes, but I would have taken this in a totally different direction. Oh, I
2: want to hear what you, what you would have done later, yeah.
0: yeah. So- yes, save, save it.
1: Well then, to business. And pleasure, Magnolia whispered to Miles who tried to stifle his laughter as he shushed her. The king paused. Hold on a fucking second. Did someone just shush me?
0: Whoa. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the room stared at Magnolia and Miles. The soldier knelt. Magnolia didn't. No, my liege, I was telling my concubine to be quiet in your presence. She's a foreigner and does not understand. Magnolia was incensed. Concubine? Foreigner who doesn't understand? I think I can speak for myself, thank you very much, Magnolia interjected. The king's eyes narrowed as the queens widened with interest. This is Sparta, after all. (laughs) (laughs) This is Sparta, after all. A place where women get the respect they deserve. The king broke into a smile. "'Quite so.' "'I understand plenty,' Magnolia continued. "'I understand that the king is good-natured and has a bangin' wife "'and that the occasional sex joke is welcome. "'But I will not interrupt you further, King Eris.' Colonis giggled, and her eyes did not leave Magnolia's for a long time. Ooh, "'Yes, well, I thank you for your candor, I guess.' "'The king looked at his officials. "'Shall we begin?' Magnolia listened intently as they spoke about the state of the Spartan economy and how it was being affected by Eris I's military campaign up north against the Aetolians. Sparta was experiencing somewhat of a golden age thanks to all the looting. War, Magnolia thought. Such a moneymaker. She felt a little gross. (gasps) Nice. (laughs) (laughs) However, said a dignitary with a full beard and, judging from the way his robes swayed in the wind, A full package. (laughs) She keeps
2: her eyes on the prize.
1: Of course. (laughs) A full package. The economy is fragile. Should we not prevail, the boom will turn to bust. Our debt is unceasing. And don't get me started on what might happen if Cleonimus attempts to retake the state. I have that well in hand, responded the king. That hot-headed false king will fail, just as he failed to woo my beautiful Colonus. But, sire, I hear he has forged an alliance with Pyrrhus. The king stood up briskly. I said, I have it well in hand. Everyone was henceforth silent. Magnolia had entered the meeting with interest, but it was dwindling. She wished this meeting had been about planning a carnival or a massive orgy, but no such <laughs> luck. Meta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was politics and political minutiae, no less. Plus, she was having trouble following who was who in this Game of Thrones. Nice. Mm-hmm. She knew that Cleonimus had been taken off the throne due to his t- tyrannical behavior. And, if Spartans of all people thought you were over the top and violent, Magnolia could only imagine a monster. He had originally been married to Colonis, but she chose to side with her father, King the I. Admittedly, Magnolia wasn't interested in getting to know the political landscape of Sparta as much as she was interested in getting to know its people. She especially wished to explore the sloping landscape that was Colonus.
0: Mm-mm. Mm-mm, nice.
1: The meeting ended and people began to trickle out. Coquettishly, Magnolia stayed behind, eyeing the queen. Miles, <laughs> oh my God, I just accidentally read the next line. <laughs> Miles <laughs> approached her. So I guess I'll see you around, Magnolia? Sounds good, Miles. Smash you later.
0: <laughs> Smash you later. <laughs> what an entirely unsexy line. I love it. <laughs> Beautiful. So good.
1: Soon, she and Kilonis were the only ones left. Would you walk with me? The queen batted her eyelashes as she spoke. Absolutely. This is nice, she thought. I like being pursued. It was a nice change of pace after her sinful time with Hildegard. There's a fig tree in the gardens. Its fruit is so juicy and succulent. I guarantee you've never tasted anything like it. I see. We're already starting with the sapphic references. Nice. I'm getting into some figs. Mm -hmm. But also I do want real figs actually right now. That's
0: Mm
2: -hmm. delicious.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Magnolia nodded. I've certainly tasted a few figs in my day, but I'd be delighted to sample yours.
0: What a double entendre. That was good. Thank
1: you. Wow. And off they promenaded. That was good. That was a good section. Thank Mm -hmm.
2: you. That was fun.
0: Well done. Very fun.
2: But yeah, I was very much like, oh, should I mention like the political climate? Should we go into it? And then I was like, what are the people really here for, though? Yeah. yeah. Let's be real. But I feel
1: like it was a good it was a good m- nod.
2: All right. Go forth. Go
1: forth. Okay. Sounds good.
2: Smash you later.
1: <laughs> Magnolia's first pleasure when they stepped outside was the bliss of the wind against her face. And her second was Colonus picking figs from the massive, heavy-laden tree in the garden and feeding them to her. That felt intentional. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Magnolia's lips wrapped around Colonus' fingers as each fig hit her tongue, and she was not surprised when Colonus removed her finger slowly and deliberately. She thought right then about ripping off this gorgeous Greek's toga and splitting her open like the bursting- (laughs) (laughs) I love it because you're, like, back with a vengeance- here we go but she thought right then about ripping off this gorgeous greek's toga and splitting her open like the bursting fig in her mouth but she also wanted to spend some time flirting with her and edging around the topic of Colonus's gorgeous tits that was good wow. what's it like being a queen she asked in her most sultry voice possible Colonus laughed Well, I have my own garden of fruit trees. You must come out here a lot with the king. It's such a sensual place, Magnolia replied. He's a busy man and often off at war. I think I've had more fun out here with about 90% of his army than with the king himself. If only he knew. Hot. (laughs) In like a kink way, okay? Yeah. Get ready for the kink. What kind of fun do you find yourself having? Magnolia's pussy was beginning to burn and ache with desire. Colonus looked at her. You know, I could see mild... I forgot how we were pronouncing this. Mild Mild titties. (laughs) Mild titties.
2: Mild titties.
1: Colonus looked at her. You know, I could see mild titties' dick through his toga back in the meeting room. And the way he was looking at you in there? How did you find the ride with him? Damn, this woman was astute. Magnolia winked at her and then grabbed another fig down from the tree. She broke it open with her nails and placed one half in her own mouth and the other half between Colonus's thick red lips. I mean, him calling me his concubine in front of everyone was a bit of a turnoff, I will admit. She slid her hand slowly along Colonus's jaw, down her soft neck, and along her clavicle. Then, boldly, down between this queen's breasts, her hands dipping below the white linen of her toga. These men, they beg for me in the garden, but if I did not swear them to secrecy, if they dared not brave the king's wrath, they would say similar things of me. Colonus's words were logic, but her breathing was short. She was panting with want. Magnolia was feeling an experiment. Let's get them to beg for us, she said, her hands tracing circles around Kilonis' nipple.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. This is great. This is great. I love when it goes in uh, directions that I wouldn't have guessed.
0: I wouldn't have guessed it either. It just came to me, and I was like, all right, we're doing this.
1: The queen nodded in agreement, barely able to respond. Do you have any leather straps? Their safe word was Sappho. It hadn't been hard to find some conscripts for their afternoon of domination. Magnolia had strutted into their gym, one shoulder of her toga tossed aside and exposing her tender breast, and asked who wanted to have some fun. She could have used their immediately hard phalluses. (laughs) Oh my god, this mental image she could have used their immediately hard phalluses as leashes.
2: I have questions. <laughs> so do I. How?
1: Just like I'm picturing like just like a, like a grass, like, you know, like when, like, when you have like a big dog and you have to like keep it on a very short leash and some of them are like the handle kind where it's like, uh, it's not like a wobbly leash. Oh, fuck
2: mm-hmm. Kate. No, no. I'm, I'm an idiot. I was thinking like a collar. Uh, uh, never mind. <laughs> I was like, how do you bend? No, a hard... you're just hey, like right, you're no, just no, no, no. grabbing. Yeah. Got it.
1: And here they were under the fig tree, her and Colonus about to flip a few power structures on their heads, and a few men as well. First thing is the ground rules, Colonus began. You must refer you must refer to me as Dommy Mommy and to Magnolia as dear goddess of titty fucking Wow. <laughs> as dear goddess of titty fucking, I want someone Greek to translate
2: this into Greek. I'm, I'm Greek. I could probably. Oh yeah, I I
1: forgot. Uh,
2: I can't do it on top, top of my head.
1: Well, one day when you wish to speak, you must kneel in front of either of us with your hands clasped in prayer. You must make at least one of us come before you are allowed to leave. And if Magnolia and I choose to have a moment together, you must all immediately sit around us in silent adoration, respectfully touching yourselves. Tell me what that looks like right now. (laughs) I will be. That's up to you to imagine. You've
2: disrespected us with your (laughs) touching.
1: It's too much. Oh my gosh. Respectfully touching yourselves. Oh, my God. Now, sorry, I'm still unrespectfully touching yourself.
2: It's pretty great.
1: Now, please strip. You will stand in front of us in a line to receive a fig. Yeah, they will. Oh, my God. The display of dick that soon presented itself in front of Magnolia was worthy of its own place in the Louvre. Okay. (laughs) as Kilonas went down the line distributing figs she greeted each dick with her mouth but when one man groaned and said "Uh, this is unhinged (laughs) (laughs) but when one man groaned and said oh yeah as she sucked his gorgeous penis she went to the pile of leather straps that Kilonis had collected and tied his hands behind his back You may only participate in this carnal pleasure if you silently play by the rules, she commanded the group. We would like you now to greet us all in the same fashion I have greeted you. Please come and give our pussies the respect they deserve. You have one minute each.
2: (laughs) Okay, one minute's pretty short to give someone an orgasm, which is what is expected, right?
1: Oh, it's just a greeting. No, it's just, it's a greeting. Okay, this is
2: a very long session then. Okay, my mistake.
1: The man with bound hands came first. Magnolia and Kilonis lay in the grass, their skirts pulled up, and he kissed each one. Magnolia loved the feeling of his soft tongue pleasuring her, and she loved the circle of men panting and waiting for their turn. The man struggled to get up once his minute was up and returned to his place. Once each man had gone it was magnolia and kellonus's time to be in the spotlight each of you will now have the opportunity to speak kellonus and i will make love and you will surround us and whisper under your breath shut the fuck up in the in the crooks of your body i find my religion
2: it's too much yeah. Wow. (laughs) That's that's really good.
1: Oh, my gosh. Magnolia remembered Sappho uttering these words to her all that time ago.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. No, no, no. But, like, she also met up with Sappho.
1: In the crooks of your body, I find my religion. Magnolia remembered Sappho uttering these words to her all that time ago, and she remembered repeating them to Hildegard. Now she and Colonus would be blessed with this. Colonus was at last spread open, her pussy a flower begging to be pollinated by Magnolia's tongue. Great imagery. (laughs) Shivers ran down Magnolia's spine as she let the men's now monk-like chanting wash over her.
2: Jesus, this is very like religious.
1: Yeah, I like it in like a weird way. She dipped into this woman's sensuousness with her mouth, taking her time with all the various crannies. Then it was her turn to be greeted by Colonus. She needed this. She wanted to come right then and there, but there was so much room for opportunity with the harem of men chorusing around them. So after a minute of divine pleasure, she signaled to Colonus that they should recommence the play with these hard-dicked soldiers. The men were instructed to now kneel on all fours and to begin pleasuring themselves respectfully. <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course, respectfully. thats Of course. They are giving respect to these divine goddesses.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. The safe word was reiterated. And you will cry out, I love this, dear goddesses of sex, as we perform the acts we are about to perform, Killonis commanded. She went ahead of Magnolia with a clay vase of olive oil, which she poured over their backs and asses. Then Magnolia procured several zucchinis from the garden nearby.
0: Yes. She
2: <laughs> yes had shout zucchinis. out to zucchinis.
0: <laughs>
2: they've made it. They've, they've come back. Oh, okay. Wow. The next bit. Sorry, I keep glancing at the next part. Like, my eyes are widening.
0: Like I'm not sure if it's decent or aggressive. You know, it's, I'm yeah. into it. Let's see. Mm-hmm.
2: There's, there's a lot. It can be on. both.
0: Yeah, and I
1: think that we're, This is. There's an assumption that this is all consensual until they use the safe word. So we reiterated yeah. the safe word. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Then Magnolia procured several zucchinis from the garden nearby, and as she rubbed the oil into the man's back, eased the vegetable into his rectum.
2: Not not advisable. Vegetables can get lost up there and break.
1: Especially with olive oil. At least it'll come out like a Greek salad. That was
2: terrible. (laughs) That's a gross joke.
0: I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the man continued to jack himself off, squealing, squealing like a pig, yes, like, like a, a little pig. piggy. <laughs> I love this, as she thrusted. Soon, there was a fine chorus of men calling out these words, as Colonus joined in the pegging and, re- and distributed the zucchinis among the non-partnered men. Magnolia commanded the man, Adonis, to stand.
2: His name's Adonis.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) She brought him with her to one couple, removed the courgette from the man's hand, and commanded him to wait for her at the end of the line. Then she instructed Adonis to begin penetrating the kneeling soldier. His dick swelled with curiosity and desire, but his eyes screamed homophobia. (laughs) Insert your penis in him, I said, Magnolia repeated in a calm, commanding tone. Are you scared of pleasuring another man? No real man would be afraid of such a thing. The man hesitated, so Magnolia pushed him to his knees. Then he shall fuck you. Wow. Wow.
2: (laughs) I mean, he has a safe word.
1: He has a safe word. Let's see. Let's see if he uses it. The man on the ground, Orion, eagerly stood and brought his dick in between Adonis' ass cheeks, (laughs) eagerly. Soon, they were moaning in communion together, and both once again breathing out their prayer to the goddesses of sex.
2: This is so respectful. It
1: is. (laughs) It it would become common practice from this point forward for Spartan warriors to fuck each other as a team-building activity. (laughs)
2: Excellent. Excellent. Excellent.
1: Excellent. This is
0: where it becomes truly unhinged. Oh my gosh. This isn't, it hasn't been. Okay. No, it's, just, it's, like,
2: well, it's
0: fine. <laughs> you'll, you'll let me know what you think.
1: All right. She had all of the men crawl after her and bark like dogs. She had them rub their dicks against the fig tree and moan. She whipped them with leather straps all while they rubbed their dicks. There was okay,
2: yeah, this is this is proper Dommy Mommy yeah. shit.
1: Dommy Mommy. There was jizz all over the grass. She had them lick one another's cum, first off the grass, then off each other's dripping penises. Then they all sat in the whitened grass. What? That's how much cum there was. <sighs>
2: Just like whitened grass. Cum <laughs> as far as the eye can see. Yes,
1: as far as the eye can see. Just a
0: blanket of cum.
2: <laughs> like oh you know when it like the first snow of the
0: year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no.
1: Then they all sat in the whitened grass beneath the fig tree while Kilonus pulled out some ropes and fashioned a rope swing off the lowest branch onto which she tied Magnolia. Jesus. The met.
2: That's like that's that's not that easy to do, you know, on a whim. A fashioning a rope swing.
0: Colonus is, no, I'm, I'm, I'm full impressed. of, uh, yeah. I'm, impressed. I'm
2: impressed.
0: Yeah. She's got a lot of free time on her hands. She's a queen. It's
2: true. It's, true. Mm-hmm.
0: it's true.
1: The men sat in a circle around the swing and Magnolia swung back and forth. Colonus came up to her once her rope work was done and wrapped her hands around her hips, her face snuggling into her clitoris. <laughs> snuggling. Snuggling. Magnolia closed her eyes and let the sensations wash over her. The men ooing and groaning and Colonus's tongue firm against her clit.
2: Wait, they're allowed to speak now? It doesn't matter.
1: It doesn't matter.
2: I, I, it's a nitpick. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. It's Colonus. Right, right. She's the dumb. She decides what's respectful at any given moment and she can change her mind because she's she's the dumb.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you don't know where you stand. Yes. That can that can be hot.
1: Exactly. She was sorry in advance that she would have to miss out on the part where these soldiers made her come because she was about to once again explode into a different dimension. A wind tugged at her hair, and she felt the burning in her underneath build to a roar. Colonus's rhythmic insistence encouraged this ache.
2: Ooh, that's beautiful. That was really good. I like that.
1: A few more seconds of this, Magnolia begged herself. A few more seconds with the taste of fig in her mouth and the heat of Colonus's hands on her ass and these naked men rubbing their dicks around her and the slide, slide of her queen's tongue against all that was beautiful in Magnolia. (sighs) That was good. Mm -hmm. But she could not. Now she was exploding. Once again, every nerve in her fingers, her hips, her pussy, quivering and groaning and coming. And wa- and going once again to an unfamiliar place in time. Oh,
2: that was fucking great. That was
1: really good. You yeah, really came was... back, and you were like, "Here's this."
2: <laughs> yeah. Came
1: back and crack
2: it. <laughs> Damn, that was fun. That
1: was so good. Was I have so many questions. First of all, questions around how Liz. You mentioned that when you dropped your first passage, that you were like. Sada May, I was not expecting you to take it there because I was thinking something else, and I want to know what
0: you were thinking. Oh yeah, me too. Mm. For some reason, this episode, I was feeling like doing a little bit of like weirdly like voyeuristic group sex. As, as you in what
2: well, you got what you wanted in the,
0: in the end. <laughs> <laughs> I won the yeah. duel. The duel. We're,
2: we all won the duel. We're all I, all. I feel like we're all winners right now.
0: Yeah. Um, but I won more, um, <laughs> <laughs> and I think I would have. Ta- I would have just continued in the same vein. I don't think. Oh, I, I would see.
2: Have yes, yes, yes.
0: His veiny dick out of. I
2: toned it down. Yeah, for sure, sort of.
0: I think I would. I think everybody would have just been like either joined in or pretended F is as if nothing was happening, and then the the two of them are just like casually like fucking in the corner, like literally uh, like early
2: been... Game of Thrones, where you're like you have like a whole bunch of exposition happening, but like people fucking in the background. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah,
0: would have been, yeah. been, been that like
1: that. Yeah. Um. Well, you got the voyeuristic group sex anyway. You so.
2: you won the most.
1: You won the most. <laughs> Um, the other thing was, um, that I really liked how I know that there was a point sodomy where you put in a thing where you were like, I don't know if this was necessary, if I wanted to put this in like the stuff about war and everything. And Mm -hmm. what I was going to say there, and I stopped myself because I wanted to say it here was anyone, regardless of ideology has some, usually has some like reason to like romanticize or exceptionalize the past. Mm -hmm. And like, I think that like that's a trap that we often fall into because there was different shittiness.
2: Yeah. Right? It
1: was still shittiness. There was still patriarchy. Mm -hmm. There was still like a lot of shitty stuff just because there wasn't capitalism in its current form, right? Like there was still extractive, the extractive nature of shitty things and power imbalances and whenever there's a power differential. For sure. You would like
2: justify it as like, oh, with these foreigners, we have to go teach them a lesson. But it's like, no, your economy isn't doing very well and you want to loot their lands. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Precisely. So that's what I really liked, honestly. And then I also thought that this entire episode was full of beautiful writing. It was oh, so nice.
2: You. I agree.
0: Yeah. yeah. Solomon's bit, like the first bit that you wrote, holy. That was It was really I've been good thinking
2: about it for so long.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I could really tell that it was like it wasn't just something that you whipped out of
2: my pants. But- <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but also
1: yours, Liz. Like,
0: yeah, yeah the no,
2: your, no.
1: your first section was what wild it was really good. But Liz, yeah. your this second section <laughs> fucking unhinged, but also really well written. Also, I think like the contrast is what makes it fun. Yeah, because like you rarely get to see this kind of like buffoonery alongside like gorgeous writing. So I think like that's. What I really love because also like yeah there were parts in this this most recent section that you wrote um for example Liz and you like had some like you had some pieces that were just like lovely imagery or like musical ways of writing or whatever and then like then you have like Dommy Mommy and like the juxtaposition of those is what shows just how good the other thing was like I've like definitely in whatever coming across like written and visual porn have like seen power plays that aren't that different from this Mm -hmm. but like when it's written like this it's so fun you know what i mean like i'm like that's not my kink but it is like a fun way to access it
2: you know yeah yeah it's definitely not my kink either but like yeah kudos to all who enjoy
1: yeah because no because like i like power on a different whatever, the gradient. But like, that's the thing. It's like so fun to like explore so many different ones. And like, we make fun of all of them and we take all of them seriously. So it's fun.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. The buffoonery isn't making fun of like people being into that. Definitely not. It's just
1: playfulness.
2: Yeah, it's playful.
1: Yeah. And like, part of it is the commentary, like not commentary or whatever, but it's like this, like what you said, you were like, this is like, like dare we experiment or whatever. And it's like that entire concept is playful Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. like it doesn't come so that's like that's why like I feel like it's just like this entire sexual experience that's like couched in play in the way it's delivered and how it's executed
0: and I think that's why I really enjoy Magnolia as a character as well it's because she's a curious person so there's no limit to what she's willing to try out within the confines of consent and general decency as long as it falls into being a decent person and it being about honoring one another's sexual desire. It's kind of like the sky's the limit with her. She's like, yeah, I'm into kink. I'll try this. I'll try that. I'll fall in love for two seconds. I'll try being a dummy mommy for a bit.
2: Yeah. And I think, I think it's going to be, I don't know. We, maybe on her journey we'll start like reiterating stuff she's into Like as she's trying things, maybe she'll be like, I'm not going to keep, I'm not going to do that again. Like it doesn't have to be explicit, but maybe like as she's trying, it's not so much like stopping me like this isn't for me, but like having tried that, be like, oh, I like this about that. You know, like maybe as we go, not narrowing down, but like focusing in on maybe like what is she really, really into? Because I don't know actually. Right now it's kind of like, ah, she's into everything.
1: I think so. I think that I see her as someone who's like so like she just like loves pleasure and c- like she loves it in a way that like allows her to connect with all kinds of people and she's so like she she I think that's what it is is that she tries everything because she can find something to like about everyone
2: yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: which i like about her um but yeah it doesn't like she we don't have anything that's just like just her you know like what no. is if she were to be you know, like, she just likes play, which is fun. Mm-hmm. But, like, mm-hmm. that brings her everywhere.
2: And we don't, we don't have to do that either. But
1: no, can. I'm just, like, interested in her as a character. Who knows? Because something might come up organically. If we know that, then there might be th- certain things that she just doesn't gravitate toward because it doesn't bring her that, like, connection.
2: Yeah. yeah sure. You know?
1: Because a lot of people also, like, a lot of people's experience or, like, connection to sex is just, like alone right like sometimes people just like prefer to have sex alone Mm -hmm. and in different ways and so like maybe that's something that she wouldn't be into because we haven't like really like she just likes to connect with people I don't know Mm -hmm. I'm just saying no
2: no no no. I agree with you actually yeah my gut tells me like um if she's masturbating she prefers to do it with people rather than Mm -hmm. alone because I mean
1: I wonder what her relationship to it even is
2: to masturbating I mean the only time we've ever written it is when she was like the first time she masturbated yeah exactly and it wasn't a great experience yeah.
0: oh no and there was like that one reference to her being in a dangerous situation and thinking that she might need to get off just to get oh, out. oh yeah of she situation. tried she
2: tried to masturbate after like the assassination yeah
0: so like my interpretation of it has always been that it's just not something that she needs like she's not that interested in it she way prefers having like connections with people
1: yeah yeah and I wonder like how that would develop if like obviously as this because in my mind this is never ending (laughs) and so I'm like eventually we're gonna have to understand her relationship to like her own body and her own self and like Mm -hmm. you know what I mean I'm like what will that mean because like that's some trauma to just like never Mm -hmm. masturbate or have any like autonomous sexual experience or like whatever yeah, so
2: yeah. interesting yeah, for sure. to think about. And we can explore Ashley now if we want.
1: <gasps> yeah, I am. I love that. That was so fascinating. I love that you were teasing it for so long. And then when you <laughs> dropped it, we were like, what?
0: Like, oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah, it was good.
2: Thank you. Thank you. I love it. Yeah.
1: Oh, there's so much to explore in this world.
2: There is. There is. We're just scratching the surface.
1: Wow. I love that. Thank you. Thank you for
2: listening. We love you. Get in
1: touch.